husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. Well, hello I there. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you why. Abby's saying it, I'm going to kill him. Uh, we'll just leave it there. It is a Friday podcast, everyone. Here's the podcast. Your Honour. <laughs> Alpha Bucks. Oh, that reminds me. I've got to fill in my thing for my bloody Oh, please do it. I want jury him to do duty. jury duty. And he won't do it. Yeah, I want him I, to do jury duty. Oh, too. we want to live through you. He can do it. It's not 15 minutes work, past nine. Work so we can pre-record some and you could get that. You didn't you even ask him. Work. I did. Jack said, Jack boss said, doesn't want me to do it. doesn't have any say. Uh, yeah, he does. Hey, uh, here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. But right now, let's reflect on the week with this. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. This week has been interesting. I learned that Brisbane, we stink. Literally. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Smell. You smell. Here in Brisbane, apparently last year's odour figures were up 38%. <laughs> I hate it when you always go, does it smell? And you just got to smell it again. You can't just smell it once. Yeah. Go, no. Oh, oh. Someone goes, oh, oh that, that stinks. stinks. You smell oh, it. smell it. Yeah, it does stink. Oh, well. Yeah. How about it Yeah. Does this smell off? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Ripley residents made 1,130 reports just What's there. What's Ripley? What is it? Well, I don't know. Do you live in Ripley? You guys called in to tell us where... What the smell is. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. So I live in like the older township of Ripley. So if you go to like the town square, like Cole, that's when it's really bad. It is quite stinky. At least once or twice a week, I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. Stings the nostrils. Most often it smells like the middle of a dump. It just smells like you're sitting in the middle of a dump site. Right. But um, there's also a rotten egg smell that comes every now and then. And sometimes what smells like burning feces. Burning? <laughs> wow. Okay. What is that it smells like a turd covered in burnt hair. There's actually a task force that is situated in Red Bank Plain. You can run in and go, there's a bad smell out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> those cups, those cups, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you. So, this task force, is it a real thing? I learned that, yes, Brisbane has nose cops. Sarah Rowe, who's the Principal Environmental Officer with the Odour Task Force. Is it nose cops for short? Um, that's, yeah, what we like to go by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound funny, but do the officers, do they use a, their nose or do they use equipment and do you have to have a, a decent sense of smell to work for the odour task force? A human nose does everything so much quicker and so much faster. Our noses are the best weapon out yeah. to pick up nuisance odour. I also learned that smelling is very serious business. Can we just get a live sniff live on the mm-hmm. air just so we can hear, hear you in, in action? Oh, that's that's good. So that's you can tell that's, that's professional. A quick one. Like a, if I'm doing it out in the field properly, mm. you take a deep breath every ten seconds for ten minutes. Right. Wow. Well, there you go. It is yeah. specific. Sarah, our entire city thanks you for your service. Unavoidable. The older that you get, the more like your parents you will become. And it really shows when you become a parent. Stab always gets told, oh, that's such a dad joke. And he goes, oh, saying it before I was dad. And it's like, that doesn't make it right, mate. Okay. okay. So we, we, should we call them lame jokes instead of dad we, jokes? These aren't, even, these aren't even dad jokes. These are just dad sayings. Abby brought a little game to the table this week. Dad! It's me! Your dad! Bingo! Bingo! I want you guys to say whether you've said it or not. Okay. Because okay? Scotty, right. Scotty's classic is always, if they're working hard or hardly working. Oh, he always asks that one. That's a good one. And I learned, Stabby Boy and I are pretty daggy dads. When uh, the cashier or at the checkout has issues scanning it, you say, guess it's free then. 
Yeah, I have said that. What accounts? Spendings. Yeah, you don't need to put on the voice, guys. <laughs> what about when someone takes too long in the bathroom and they walk out and you go, did you fall in? I do say, well, the bloody Pacific's empty now, so I don't oh. know how we're all going to shower. You don't need to do the voice. Or what about when you see a neighbour, like they're washing their car or they're mowing the lawn, you go, can you do mine next day? I'm a shocker for that one. Or like, oh, when you can smell what they're cooking for dinner. Yeah. Oh, you're cooking us dinner. You don't need to do the voice. Yeah, I do say that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's something a lot of people avoid, and Abby's been avoiding it for a long time. Getting life insurance. Life insurance. Life insurance. Having life insurance means that if you were to die, your loved ones would receive money. I'm a bundle of joy at the moment because I'm walking up to everyone just randomly going, here at work, do you have life insurance? Yeah. And they're looking like... Yes. Are you planning oh, on no. killing me? I know. No, no, no. At the top of the stairs, she's like, do you have life insurance? <laughs> that doesn't, that not question. worth it. Now, let's be honest. It is quite confronting. At the end of the day, you're planning on your own death. I just think it's such a negative thing. You know, I don't like talking about the death. La, 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 la. But then we were trying to sort out our home loans and realising that we're kind of in a little bit too much debt. They're like, and, and life insurance. Have you thought about that? And I was like, nah, I don't want it. Do I need it? They're like, you really should. As the only team member with life insurance, I wanted to share what I knew with Stav and Abby. So we yep. sit down, the guy goes, okay, this is going to be weird, but Esther, if he dies, <laughs> how much money do you want? Uh, well, me and my new boyfriend um, just sort of feel <laughs> like we don't want to live in debt. We just want yes. to have enough money <laughs> um, yes. just for, like, yeah. Moet would probably be our standard drink. So I don't know, like, what would you say, five mil? I learnt they are a little too excited about the day I might die. Would you keep the house you're in or would you want oh, to get no, another house? Oh, no, my boyfriend, we need room. Too many, yeah. memories. Yeah. Too many memories in this house. Right. Too many memories. And then they say, would, how often would you want to upgrade your car? Do, oh, you, do oh. you want the kids to go into... Sure, boarding school. Because <laughs> <laughs> me and my boyfriend, we are travelling. Yes. Would you want to work? They say... <laughs> no, I'm grieving. There you go. <laughs> For life? Yeah, for life with my new boyfriend. And my friend Abby, she needs a little bit of cash. <laughs> yeah, see? Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up with everything again to favourite our podcast on the all-new Listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Learning 1060, when have you encountered an animal out of place? Uh, happens a little bit. Happened to me on the weekend. My uh, girl was at the grandparents, so it was me and um, my wife home alone. We had to work on Saturday night. Woke up on Sunday morning and I went into the lounge room and there was feathers in my lounge room. And I'm like, okay, that's odd. And then I just sat down and I was Where watching. Where you feather bow out again, big boy? <laughs> it was a big night. It was a big night. We're going down on the town. <laughs> and um, I'm just sitting there going, okay, that's strange. Sweeped them up. Went, didn't think anything of it. And then I'm sitting there. I can hear this noise. Just this little... What is that noise? And I'm looking around and I go into my middle room and on the fan is a sparrow. Oh, jumping around. Yeah, just sitting on the fan. And I looked up and I went... Oh, crap. Because you guys leave your doors and windows open. Leave the windows open and the back door open for Gus to get downstairs into the backyard. <laughs> you've got so many animals <laughs> coming in. But a sparrow. And I looked at it and I went, I can't deal with that right now. So I just sat back down. Are they down nippy? And, uh, no, are they swoopy? No, 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 they're beautiful. They're little tiny little ones. Yeah, they're really but they don't gorgeous. swoop, do no, they? No, no they're very, no. I, I would say, pleasant in the bird world. Mm, but not they're, in your they're, house. They're the nice guys. They're the Canadians. So I sat there and I was just watching TV and then Kat woke up and she walked out. She didn't even see it. Didn't even see the bird. So I was like, 
Cool, I got another hour before I have to deal with this <laughs> rubbish. I feel right. you, man. I feel you. <laughs> and then when she points it out, oh my god, how long's that been in here for? Well, she didn't. She didn't. She had she had to go out. So she yeah. went out and I was still looking at it and I was like, All right, I gotta get rid of this thing. And then I, I went to get a towel and I got a towel and I went over to it and it started flying around the room and then I went, you know what? Screw this noise, I'm done. I'm just gonna wait and see if it flies out of its own accord. So I opened up all the doors and windows and I just went, you know what? Eventually, you either starve or you'll have to fly out. Could you just shut the door and turn the fan on? No, why? No. What is wrong with you? No. He was just going to leave it inside to starve. No, Don't judge is, me. That is, no, starve until it had to fly out to get food, like find food oh, you for itself. Chop it up? Yeah, that's disgraceful. I put breadcrumbs in the blender and just waited. No. <laughs> you, it. you eat chicken. Don't judge me. Yeah, but I'm not going to kill a bird that comes in. Well, what about the blood on the walls? If it What's won't leave. So I'm watching TV and I, it's, you can't. I couldn't relax because I'm watching TV. I know the bird's there. Steve is his name. And I know that he's there, and I know that he eventually has to get out, or he'll need water, or he'll need something. Bet it was a girl. And maybe it was. Uh, so then I'm like, okay, I've got to do this. You ever tried to get a bird out of your house? Mm. You ever, anyone ever tried? It's I've a been nightmare. married for a long time. I haven't had to deal with it. I haven't had to deal with it. I didn't think, because I hadn't done it for a while. I didn't shut any other doors, so I've gone after it with a sheet. I thought I'd throw the sheet around it, capture it in the sheet, and release it. Flew into our bedroom. Yeah, I think you've got to try and wave your hands in the opposite direction you want it to go. Yeah. To go towards that. And you do that thing where you're talking to them going, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm yeah. trying to help you. And Which it, sounds great for your neighbours when they think you should. <laughs> Just I'm not going to kill you. Get yeah. under the sheet. Get under the sheet. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> and then there's that unpredictability of how they fly. So you go up to it and you're like, I'm going to get you this time. And then he just flies right at your face and you're ducking down. He's flying around the place. You're like, ah. Eventually got him. Got him in a sheet. And then, and then the other thing is, there's no thank you. They don't know what you've done for them. They're no. just, they just fly off. To be off. fair, you've taken their world. You know? Oh, well, completely. Uh, they were there first. So they don't have to say thank you. No, that is true. But it m- reminded me of that time. Do you remember that time where there was a um, city in um, New York or uh, the zoo? The, all the animals escaped from the zoo in a flood. So people were like seeing a giraffe in a shopping mall. Or That's epic. A warthog mm. was running down Out of context Starbucks. animals. Out of context animals, yeah. So I had a sparrow in my living room, 131060, if you've ever seen an animal where it shouldn't be. All right. Phones are open right now. And it doesn't have to be just here in Australia. No. Maybe you maybe you were overseas. Mm. We will take a leopard in Caboolture, though. Like, that's what we're chasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. That's, the, that's the ultimate. Or a, uh, a cougar in Woodridge. My brother always gets it up in See Darwin, but night. I guess that's a bit different in Darwin. Yeah. Crocodiles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when have you had an animal in a weird place? Lauren from Carindale. Sure have. I, uh, but importantly, I think you need to set the context. I am a mother of three little boys oh. um, under the age of three. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like many mothers, uh, use hollow weird threats to get them to do things. Mm-hmm. And um, including, you know, go to your bedroom. My Obviously, my two-year-old interpreted that as go to the bat room. So ever since the threat for, where, for punishment has been go to the bat room, and that's obviously where it's full of bats and very scary. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, my punishment for that um, awful threat was the first time my husband's away, um, I've got the three boys alone. It's the middle of the night. I hear crashing and banging around the house. I go downstairs and and then confronted with a giant rabies-filled bat rabies in the house. <laughs> Pre or post-pandemic? Oh, yes. Was it before the whole COVID thing? No, 
It is post-COVID. Oh, so this was oh, last it's week. Extra scary, so isn't it? COVID carrying rabies, carrying oh. that is in my house, flying up and down the three stories of the void oh. of the house, going absolutely nuts. So uh, burn it down. What did Move. you do? Did, oh, I want to go. Paige, Logan, no, is we're going to ask. Gonna, oh, she's gone. She's gone. Right. Uh, Paige, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, gotcha. Uh, where did you have a weird uh, animal in a weird place? Uh, so I'm a dental assistant and I had my patient said there's something wiggling at the end of the room and I was like, what? So I looked and it was a baby snake. Oh, oh goodness me. In the office. Imagine how scared they're going to be of going to the dentist. I just went out to the sterilisation room and I was like, oh my God, there's a snake in the surgery, snake in the surgery. Wow. God. Uh, Hayley, you're on from Rochdale. Uh, animals in weird places. Hey, yeah, so when I was living in New Zealand, um, we were driving down the road and on the back of a ute was a seal. A seal? No. <laughs> like, was it tied up like it was a no. meant to be in there? It was just like it going for a ride. No, so I think what had happened, it had come up a stream mm-hmm. and then someone has obviously tried to relocate it and take it into the vet um, and they've put it in the back of their ute, just free room, so... <laughs> Pulled up behind it, and there's a seal fucking around. That's freaky. Did you have to go? Is anyone else seeing the seal in the back? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, me and my mum were in the car, and we were like, can you see that? Is that what we think it is? How would one coax a seal into the ute, (laughs) though? With a beach ball, obviously. (laughs) I have no idea. It was a pup, so I think it probably could be easily coerced with food or something. Right, that's okay. You're the winner so far, Hayley. Let's see if Amy can beat you. Animals in uh, weird places. Hi guys, yeah, so um, I'm from the UK and mm-hmm. when I was in primary school there was basically this um, sort of rumour, what we thought was a rumour going around that a cougar had escaped a local wildlife park mm-hmm. um, and there was a spotting down our street um, which we didn't, again we thought was just a rumour but we were at school in class and we had this teacher come screaming, running in with the rest of our kids um, that were outside doing a sport um, saying we need a lockdown, the cougar's here, and she'd spotted the cougar right there in our playing field. Jimmy's mum's come to pick him oh up. Oh my, my goodness! God. <laughs> <laughs> and was it was it really out and about, or was it? Yeah, a mistake? yeah, it was, it was, it was out and about, and then it kind of um, disappeared off, but was found. And captured um, a couple of fields over. Do you know the worst thing about so, that is being in the UK? Like we don't have any of that stuff. The worst we've no. got is like. A cow. Like, that would freak yeah. you out. You know, like, we don't yeah. have those animals. You know? right. Yeah. There we go. The seal and the cougar. Love it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Got a Queensland haircut in my mind. Got a Queensland haircut in my mind. So this is interesting. I don't know if you guys missed it, but it's been big this week for Married at First Sight, and I feel like we've just brushed past it because, yeah, Uh there's all been, like, changing partners, blah, 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 I mean, blah, 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 whatever. But the biggest issue I had was um, Jamie. She was uh, paired up with Chris, who's lovely. He's a FIFO worker. he's got um, two daughters. Yeah. But she had a problem with the way he looked. She said it was not really someone I normally go for, and she said this comment about his haircut. There is always going to be things when you meet someone new that you're like, is that right for me? He's got his Queensland haircut. Um, I was like, what's this style? I haven't seen it before. It's just part of who he is and he's from, you know, somewhere different. He's 
somewhere different. He's from Queensland. It's pretty big. It's so exotic up there in Queensland. <laughs> like they've got their, you know, their wild stuff. There's crocodiles. If you haven't seen it, it's like, a, would you be a one or even shorter on the sides? Shorter, and then it's got on the, the top. Yeah. Which I don't mind. I like it. It's a it's, flat out zero. Mm. And he's got, he's got a hard line. I thought you meant zero out of ten. I was like, okay, no, well, no, no. I like it. No, sorry. It's a look. So, I don't mind it. He's got the beard as well. It's a bit Viking. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Like mm. Viking. So rather than a fade where it starts shorter and then gets a bit longer to the top, it's like pretty much there's a, a, a dead line there and then it's all like shaved down. And it, it'd almost be like a mohawk, yeah. but, brushed it's, down. but it's brushed back. If, if he didn't brush it back, it would look like an undercut. Pretty much. Yeah. So he's got an undercut and he's brushing it all back, and it's, um, I don't think it looks. But then also, Do you think it's that with the nose ring? He's got a nose ring too, so she's mm. paired it all together. I, I think he looks good. He's got a Queensland. Personally, nose but that's ring. just me. But I was talking about it on the Today Show um, yesterday, right. and I got a screenshot from my hairdresser, Christian Alexander, who joins us now, and he's like, What is a Queensland haircut? So, w- what is one? Well, yeah, that's. I'm still a bit dumbfounded as well. I've been doing a bit of Googling on this, I can't seem to find anything. <laughs> Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's quintessentially Queensland. No. I mean, it's quintessentially a bad haircut. Is it not? <laughs> is it, but I don't mind. Is, I mean, you know I'm a bogan, but is it a bogan haircut then? Well, it, it kind of is. It's like the new mullet, in mm. a way, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you know, like... Greasy, it's a bit. It's a bit yeah. greasy. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't. See, I don't hate it, but I yeah, don't hate it, but don't love it either. No, that's yeah. exactly how I feel about it. It's the blue bond singlet of haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. Very much. What are people is. getting in Queensland? Then what's the most common haircut? Because mullets are coming back. Look, yeah, not where I am. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in New Farm. You don't. You don't see many mullets in New we Farm. No, no, just the fish kind. No, we <laughs> don't see a lot. <laughs> yeah, see, Christian has a lot of girls coming in that don't wash their own hair. That's what I want to be. Do you ever get that? Oh, like absolutely. people coming in and they don't wash their hair at all. Like they just come in there twice a week or once a week. Yeah, I think she's listening now, Lou. Yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, if you look at this guy's haircut, though. I don't reckon he goes to a hairdresser for that. You reckon uh, he doesn't? No, he does. I think does. he does it himself. He, look, there's he, quite possibly. Or his, quite possibly. or his mate does it for him. Like it's no, a, because you've got to do the back. He's definitely going to a hairdresser. That'd be pretty hard to do, I reckon. No, no I reckon you can he, do the back of your own head if you really, really want to, I guess. Because yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much shaved. So I reckon he's been to a barber once, and now it's just Friday afternoon, just beers with the, the boys. Line, yeah. Just keep on going. So, like, I had <laughs> I had the, the haircut when growing up. I used to shave my head, mm. and it was the same old, I would just stand in the bathtub, and mum went down to Tandy Electronics and bought herself some clippers. Mm. And so I would stand in the bathtub, she'd shave my head, but she'd always miss some. So, like, each in between each, like, weekly haircut, there'd just be patches mm. that would pop up all over the place. Well, you're from somewhere different. Well, Gladstone is a little different. <laughs> it's a bit further north. Yeah. Oh. It's very exotic, lads. Very exotic. <laughs> what is the female trend at the moment? I know the trends come and go on hairdressers. What are the girls asking for, Christian? Oh, look, it's the Lara Bingle all over again. Yes. That long bob. Uh, yeah. I think it's because she's back very in Australia popular. as well, so you're seeing more photos of her. I would have to say that she's got the, the best haircut mm. I've ever seen Absolutely. in this colour. And look, Abby's hair, pre-shave, is another good one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank, thanks, son. Thanks. What, like the yeah. fake blonde hair? Hey, That's, hey, hey, no, yeah, he was blonde. doing he was doing deep roots on mine because I didn't want to have regrowth as much. So it's sort of, it's what do you call it when it's darker at the top and what is it called? 
Balayage. 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 I knew that was a technical word that sounded better than deep roots. A deep root, yeah. Remember top deck chocolate look when that was all the rage years ago? Like (laughs) half and half, so like dark hair underneath Mm. like a, and then blonde hair on the top. Mm. It does. It looks like they shared a a box colour with their mate. It's like you have half (laughs) and and half and we'll do each other's hair. (laughs) There we go. So it's it's not a Queensland haircut. It's not a Queensland haircut. Good on you, uh, Christian Alexander. You can see him in the Valley, if you want to get your hair cut by him, he will not give you a Queensland haircut. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box, Monday, it'll be the 22nd of March. Uh, Dynamite and Denmark are two of your answers for Alpha Bucks at 8 o'clock. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It is back this weekend in the studio. We've got Charlie Cameron here. Good morning, legends. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for having me. How excited. I mean, I'm pumped for the start of the, the season. How uh, keen are you guys to run on the field tomorrow? Yeah, we're pretty excited. Um, obviously, the women's game is on before us, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, hopefully, the weather stays away, but yeah, it should be a good game. Yeah. Are you guys still doing your dress-ups this, uh, this year? Because um, that was something that was really... Big, I guess, the last yeah. year. Zorks is the main bloke, so he normally sends us a text night before or a couple days before saying, um, this is the dress code and you got to rock up with the kit. Um, <laughs> but I think he's slacking off of the last couple of years. Oh, last year, sorry, because of the yeah. COVID. But, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, normally we should get a text Do you like yesterday. dress-ups? Like, I, I always, I love a party, but when someone says it's a dress-up party... You love a dress-up. I just feel like it adds a... Because if you're in a stupid outfit, yeah. you, are you going to go out after? Do you bring other clothes? Like Yeah, normally you bring a, di- a different set up in the Arvo because it's hot. So yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff we do, like we had tracksuits, um, double denims. Um, I think <laughs> they did... Oh, the Britney and Justin. We had the R&B like. Friday. Remember they had the, uh, the Lion King? Yeah. Is it not the Lion King? The... Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah, yeah, dress up. It's just hard when Zorks is one making the theme. Yeah, I know. And you have to go out and get a kit. Yes. And yeah. You just rush around. So um, I don't usually participate in it, but if it's something simple, I'll, I'll do it. But yeah, it's just too much of a hassle. You I don't, don't do. want to go out and spend money. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is it tax deductible? I don't think so. You always go to the uh, lifeline around the corner, but yeah, it's always annoying what, when you go to, go to a to couple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, we'll get someone on from the Lions to be able to do that. You should have a wardrobe person, really. Well, that's it. Just have. I, I would love to see in your dressing room a dress-up box. You yeah, know, well, like they have at the kindy. Well, I think we should be able to do that. Lost and found, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that could be um, a set up. There would be good stuff in the lost and found after a game, wouldn't there? Yeah, surely. Yeah, I don't know. I think a few boys will probably go there. Go and have a look for us after this weekend and report back next week what you find. <laughs> I'll see what happens. <laughs> now, you're heavily into your music, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I listen to it when I jump in the car and stuff here, yeah. Is it true that you were trying to organise a playlist for, like, warm-ups and stuff like that for um, the Lions? Yeah, that's my part of my gig. So Eric Hipwood does our, like, our in the in the change rooms, and I do the crowd um, playlist. So um, Taylor Olzard is the events manager, and um, she always texts me. Uh, a couple of days before saying need a playlist for the crowd, so yeah. Cool. Oh, so what you hear when you're at the game at the Gabba, that's yeah. the tunes that you've chosen. Well, yeah, so that's my <laughs> yeah, pre-game music. Serious. So yeah. I've got to try and cater for everyone. Um, a bit of uh, R&B and then a bit of old school music and then a bit of pop. So because you did yeah. it for the Heat as well, didn't you? Didn't yeah, you I, I did the DJ. So they asked me to become. A, I did the DJ one. Um, mm. 
one game and I was like, can I do it again in the finals? But obviously I was away for one of those yeah. games. So mm. uh, oh, we had training Friday night at Morningside and um, the, I think they played the first final here yeah. and couldn't make it. So I was quite disappointed. Because mm. we want to talk to you about that because you, um, like number one goal scorer, so your song always plays because yep. after you get a goal, they get to choose their song and it plays. Mm. And you do your very famous motorbike yep. action yep. and you always play this song. Pleaser. Yeah, I know. I love yeah, it. you love it. You love <laughs> yeah. it. But you did put on your Instagram this week. Should yeah. I change it or should I keep it? Yeah. And we just thought, well, why don't we pitch some songs to you for what you want to use maybe yeah. tomorrow? Okay. Okay. Now, and I know you you don't have an excuse because we contacted the Lions and they said they can update this instantly. Yeah, they obviously they've been trying to make me change the song. So. <laughs> yeah. um, like it. I don't know. I think I, it annoys it's, it's good for the kids. They love it. Yeah, yeah. the kids love it. They, uh, saw it on NFL. Oh, no, baseball, sorry. Yeah. Um, this player comes out to bat. Um, his pregame, um, so, oh, pregame batting so, uh, song is The Baby Shark. Right. At Place of Washington and all the um, fans are just doing The um, Baby Shark. You know, it's like we've heard it so many times yeah. it starts to, to get old. So, yeah. Stab Abby and I are going to pitch a song to you. Yep. And I've taken this seriously. My kids, were they went through the whole playlist. Mm. And like we want you to hours. choose one to play at this weekend's game okay. when people are there. You want to go yeah. first, then? All right. Can I do the commentary leading up and then you oh, play the okay. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And they pass it to Cameron. He's in the goal square. He turns quickly, sharply kicking. He's kicked it through the uprights and he scored a goal. You want to be my lover, you got to get with it's my, my friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I like it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Okay. All right. That's good. Well, I don't know if I got off the mark then, but we just wanted uh-huh. to find something that would be really good for your yep. actions for the motorbike yep. as well. So we oh, went yeah. through a few, and this is what the key, the kids decided would be a crowd pleaser, okay? Uh, commentary right. stab. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Brisbane need one to stay in this game. They're going to give it to the man they know can score. It goes to Cameron. Cameron turns, snaps it through, and it's through the uprights and scores. I think that's already been played. Someone someone did it last year, I'm pretty sure. Who was that? Uh, Not memorable, and obviously didn't kick a lot of goals. Yeah, I I know. Probably probably defender, I reckon, so. (laughs) Harris Andrews. (laughs) All right, Matty, you're up All right. All right. Well, it's going to be a big one, but he's got the wind behind him. He's at the 50, takes two steps back, two steps forward, gives it a big boot, and it's gone straight between. The flags are up. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Charlie! Charlie! That's actually not bad. Uh, yeah. Which one are you going to go with then? Um, I don't mind Spice Girls. Oh! oh <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, the Lions, they're taking on the Swans, the Gabba tomorrow, quarter to seven. Charlie Cameron, pleasure, man. Great to have Thank you in the you. studio. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Take a look inside. It's my box in a box. <laughs> That's not funny. All right. Uh, funny. Abby Coleman, your parents are in town at Oh, so exciting. They drove up from um, Adelaide, and the reason they drove up is because I left all my stuff at my parents' house because there's lots of belongings I don't want to throw out, mm. but I don't know what they are, and um, they're all in boxes around our house back in. I say our house because Dad always said, even though I move out, it's my house still. <laughs> we had this little chat with your dad. He's always on your case about it when you go home. I asked you to go through some 20 boxes that I have accumulated of your stuff, mm. and the reply is... 
Just throw it all out. Just throw it all out. And, and he says too, he can't, he's too scared to do well, that. Well, he says he can't do that because their mum will get annoyed. So they've mm. driven up just to deliver all these boxes of stuff so that we can put it in our house. And we don't have the room. <laughs> We've got one of the boxes. <laughs> yes, um, we do. I haven't seen inside the box. Neither have I. This is the things that my mum has kept for me. It's like a lucky dip. So Stav is going to dive inside Abby's box right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this could have... How, how many possible years of... Um, well, since primary school, I guess. Right. Stories could be in it. Wow. So it could be stuff from your Mama's childhood kept bedroom. everything. Mm. Now, we do know that um, so far your mum, when she was cleaning out your stuff, found two unused extra-large water bombs. Yes. And also a uh, glass vase-type paperweight with um, attachments. Subtle, guys. Well done. That yeah. could have herbs burnt through them mm. to change your perception of the world. I'll get you in the mood for Can the I just say, it was legal type. back in Adelaide years ago, but anyway, let's move on. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll dip in. Grab All the first right. thing out of the bag. Okay. So right. oh, this so, is nerve-wracking. This is like... <laughs> so Stab's going to pull out an item like from, from your... You don't need to shut your eye. From your box. <laughs> and then I Abby's have a USS them. Mobile Bay CG53 hat from... An, oh, and it's signed. To Abby, go Navy. Okay, OSSN Aaron Weaver. So you've got a signed hat from a naval officer from the USA. I think you mean Aaron Weaver. Aaron Weaver. That's nice of him. The time we spent together will never be forgotten. Thank you for making my shore leave so memorable. I'm so glad there's no Facebook so my wife, who's back home, doesn't know about it. (laughs) Wow. Who's Aaron? Oh, I was just, um, I was in uh, Darwin. We were up there for Miss World. And we got invited to go on to the... You um, were competing in Miss World? Yeah. Yep. So cheesy. <laughs> and a naval officer picked you up. No, they were like in Darwin. Mm. And they were staying at the same hotel. <sighs> what? How Why long? Did you keep in touch after that night? Uh, no. There's yeah. a phone number here. No, there's not a phone number. No, you just have a look at it something else. Was he high up? Was he a high rank? He was an OSSN. What's, What's that? that? I don't know. That's his doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The ship was big. And I've Googled it. Mm. Big, big ship. He was the cook. <laughs> <laughs> you got to eat. <laughs> Ready to go again? Yeah, we do it by quick. It's not a lucky dip. Well, you no, we're oh, going to break this down. Oh, we got a DVD. No, you didn't. <laughs> DVD? What? This is Melbourne 2001. It feels like a tape. No, is it like a DVD? No, it's a tape, mate. Oh, is that, what is that? It's a VHS. Oh. DVDs. You're older than you think. Melbourne, 2001, July 14th to July 17th. Was that some sort of girls' trip? Yeah, we did a girls' trip. Uh-huh. Mm. With Alice Archibald, Sarah Bergermeister, Abby Coleman, Melinda McCulloch, Linda Yeah, no one cares Rasper, about the names, mate. Emma Tippett. God, you still talk to all of those girls. Yes, I still have friends. That What's I keep on in that contact. video? Well, actually, this is not good, kids, but my mum watched it, and the whole oh, way God. I'm smoking throughout the whole trip, which was weird because I never smoked, so that's bad. What was the Melbourne trip for? Oh, my God, you've even done a printout on it, like, with all you girls <laughs> in a photo, like... Yeah, and we'll never be able to watch it because... What was the mood? What was the It was just trip? us going for a trip, just girls' weekend to Melbourne. And someone took a camera. Yeah, we used to take cameras wherever we went. Oh, See, that yeah. seems bizarre that you would do that, but now everyone does that. Yeah. The, the difference is you don't have to put it onto something, you just upload it straight to the internet. That's true. And there's your whole weekend. His... Yeah. I would love to get a, a tape player so we could whack that in and have a look on there. Next one. Did someone edit that together, or was it just that thing oh, of yeah. the video, the next shot on the video starts where the, the record I, I have, got hit again? I can't again. even remember it. I don't even remember the trip, we so I don't remember the video. Digital. We can get that transferred onto digital. This is cute. Rapunzel. The story of Rapunzel, hand-drawn, mm. told by the witch, by Abby. And Rapunzel's a bit... What's happened? Rapunzel's been at the buffet. <laughs> yeah, Rapunzel. 
I refuse to hmm. be part of that conversation, hmm. mate. Once upon a time, lived a else. young couple that lived next to me, and one day I caught the young man picking my prize-winning rampion while I was mad at that big, ungrateful, rude lump. I mean, that young man. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, there's letters. There's letters. There's a letter in there. <laughs> no ranking. This is a box of Abby's belongings we're going through at the moment um, from her... From her home. Sorry, I love you. I was wrong. It was wrong of me to blame you when I should be mad at myself. I am a bitch, and you are not. Signed, Abby Coleman, dated 11th of the 7th, 98. <laughs> P.S. Please don't always show me this. It was hard for me to do. Could you write that to us every once I did. in a while? I actually used to write this to Sav, remember? I used did an emergency one for you? Yeah. Do you, do you, have you kept that? No, I didn't. I did do one for him that he can pull out at any moment and say that I was. This What's would have been about? to my mum. So 1998, I would have been you do? in school. Don't know what I had done. Right. But this is obviously my prize letter for my mum. There you go. I'm surprised she wants to get rid of that. I'll be holding on to that for the no, rest of eternity. That's what she said. Keep them all, keep, bring them all back. <laughs> all right, I think we're done now. All right. right. Is, there, is there more boxes? It's 20 of those. All right. Wow. Well, we're going on them online. They will be for sale as well. <laughs> is that an autograph book of celebrities? Uh, I don't know if it's is yes. it celebrities yet. Yeah, I had an autograph book. What celebrity? It was from the is Wizard, that... and o- Wizard uh, of Oz. I was in that with Tams and West uh, and all that. Yeah, that's Tams and West. There's the Tin There'll Man. Be Burt Newton. Actually, I don't think Bert Newton liked me, so he didn't sign it. <laughs> for Abby. Raw. He must have been the lion. Yeah. Uh. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Please welcome Delta Goodrow. She's on the air with us now. Good morning, Delta. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? We're good. How are you? We were a little bit disappointed you had to postpone some of your your gigs. We were hoping that you wouldn't have to do that. Oh, it's definitely a a decision that I didn't take lightly. It's a lot of responsibility when you're doing an indoor arena. And we just feel like by the time we're in September, October, we'll be able to get up and be dancing and singing along. And, you know, it'll be worth the wait. I'm looking forward. It'll truly can't wait. It's only five months away. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who's counting? Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. Five months sounds like a long time on paper. And, I mean, I don't yeah. want to sound like an old man, but, you know, I'm like, bloody hell, it's the 19th of March already. It was, <laughs> I know. It felt like just yesterday we are all getting locked down. If you don't want to sound like an old man, uh, <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> He's the youngest person Timeless. on the team and he always acts the elder, oldest, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you, you, it's like any age group you can act any age. You know? That's there's right. No, there's no real. See, they like <laughs> to hang crap on me, Delta, because I love to mow lawns and stuff like that, you know. Is there... Yeah, yeah. If that's your thing, then you do you. Yeah. Is, is there something about you that everyone, like when you tell people that's your hobby besides music, that they're really surprised that you love? I mean, I really do. No, I don't think it was surprised. I mean, I really like, I really, no, no, nothing. Tries. I'm not quite sure. Tries. What were you going to say? Scrapbooking. What were you going to say? Scrapbooking. I do love scrapbooking. Yep. That's a real thing. I do love, I'm actually, well, I'm very big on like the printing still. Like I still print off things from my computer and I'm very big on like stationery and all that kind of like tactile, like writing. And mm. I do tend to have to do that. But I was going to say, like, I love, I love like watching like masterclasses and I love science and I love that kind of stuff. Mm. It's like a random hobby. Yeah. If you're printing stuff or out tat- and putting it up, do you ever do the, the goal boards? Because the, the boys here always laugh because I cut out photos that like inspire me and I'll put them all up. No, definitely. I, I do too. I've done that so my good. entire life. 
I, I want to get a- that, and I think it's really, really, it really helps if you're a visual person as well, especially. Yeah. Yeah. But are you cutting out pictures of Chris Hemsworth and Range Rovers from Women's Day? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. But I do have, I do genuinely like with like say like the record or the tour yeah. or anything. Yes. I genuinely take like. I probably printed off numerous ones yesterday and I put them on the wall, absolutely. Like, if I've got a true idea, rather than losing it into the abyss of my computer, I just go, I'll print it out. I can see it every day and therefore it does. It's, yeah, it's really important for that. Like, I've made, I've shared that with people, like, I've made scrapbooks on every single album and every single tour. That's a real thing. I love that. We talked to someone who you may or, I don't know if you've met them yet. Um, We thought it would be a good thing, but I didn't like his response as much. We're going to play something. You know Sam Fisher, great Aussie artist? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We asked him about you because our uh, producers dug up some some info. Have a listen to this (laughs) when we spoke to him the other day. Did you go to school with Delta Goodrum? Yeah, we crossed paths. I was probably four and she was like 14. But we figured out that we sang in a choir together. She was the soloist and I was in the choir, but it was at like a... A library opening at our school. Wow. Oh, that is so cool. She's going to love that age gap, though, when you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was an exaggeration on his behalf, to be honest. Yeah, you... I was like, I'm not that much. I know. You know what's funny about that is that just because I've been in the industry my entire life, it's like some people have me as loads older than I am and some people still have me as a teenager. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of somewhere equal out in the middle, but... It's like even on The Voice when some of the coaches would be like, oh, look at Delta, like my big sister. I'm like, yo, I am younger than all of you. Let's get this straight. I'm still the youngest coach on this panel. It's I'm not a senior in nine years, but I'm still the youngest coach. <laughs> it's like I think all those, there's a few artists that do it. I think they think it's a good idea now. You know how they go like 21 album, 25 album. Yeah, like, Adele. Like, 36 album. <laughs> <laughs> you- hey, but the thing is, is that there's all different, like, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I... I love, like, being in my 30s. It's awesome. Like, I, I love... I can't believe some of the things when I think back to my 20s or... And I just wouldn't change that. I love being this this age. It's great, you know? I'm still young and I've got so much ahead of me, but I've learned so much by, you know, making my mistakes in front of everyone and continually just trying my very best and just... I have no other agenda but to do good music and to have a great time with everyone and, and touch people's hearts through music. Yeah. That's, you know, been my intention my whole life. When was the last time you got asked for ID? <laughs> because people I mean, know not you. Not that long ago, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm not saying because of you look, I'm saying because everyone knows you. Like, mm. you walk in, you be like, oh, that's Delta Goodrum, you know, and the rule is, you know, 25, under 25 looking, you have to get asked for ID. I reckon I'd ask Delta just to see a Find copy a of a photo and see whether she looks as hot in the driver's licence because that's always hard, so I probably <laughs> uh, thanks, would. Thanks, mate, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the ones, in, the ones in L.A. have, like, this, um, my uh, Californian licence, they have this interesting, like, glow over there. Like, it's kind of like a, a bit more sun-kissed colouring. Mm. And the ones at the, at the RTA here, it's, like, it's like really, um, like, bleh in the pictures. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, like, a totally different. Like, I don't know if they do a filter in Los Angeles. Of course they stuff. do. <laughs> um, but, so I definitely choose my Californian licence when I want to bring it out. I'm like, hey, what about this one? <laughs> Australia, it's like a mugshot in Australia. Yeah. You know? You're not allowed to smile. No. You're not allowed to smile. If it, uh, in the, um, the US ones, you can smile. So right. over here, I'm definitely like, mm. Okay, there you um, go. But, yes, I don't remember the last time specifically. I, I'm sure... I mean, something comes to mind. 
You want to call us back? No, I, I, no, I mean, it's not like we've been out, guys. Like, That's it's been, true. Yeah. Everyone's kind of been mm. in a pandemic for the past year at least. So true. I'd be searching for a memory past that. Uh, well, hey, look, it's a huge day for you. Your single billionaire is available to stream and download. And if you go to deltagoodroom.com as well, you can pre-order the album. Your book is out. Um, it's all going on. Delta, lovely to speak with you this morning. Always a pleasure. Lovely to speak to you too. Keep mowing those lawns and being you, you little old man. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Throughout history. Mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's alive! It's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one? And one million. Some have said it'll never be done. And to them, we say, yes, it can. We say statistically it will eventually be done. It's just how long it's going to take. But, you know, you never give up on your dreams. That's what they say. Never stop, never stopping. That's right. Do you want to be on your deathbed wondering? Live with the regret? Or go I, out there and live? I don't want to be a man laying in bed and my last breath think, I wish I had had a guess at that number. Because this is your chance to change your life. People in Brisbane, when you guess this, are going to treat you differently. Mm. You won't be able to leave your house without security, I don't think. Because mm. the gift... The gift of luck that you are sharing with everyone, everyone's going to want to rub your belly. Yes. That's exciting. (laughs) And something that we'll have to organise is security for you. Um, Alicia? Yes. Is it Alicia? Alyssa? Alicia. Yes, it is. Yeah, I just want to get the name right for when we're putting it on T-shirts. For the records, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did you wake up feeling lucky this morning or did it dawn on you at a certain time? I wake up lucky every morning. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I love it. The confidence. We um we have a computer program that generated a number between one and one million. There's only one human in the world in the universe who knows it. That's Siobhan, our executive producer. Um, each week, one person gets one guess at this number to see if they are the chosen one. Are you ready to reveal your number and see if your life is about to change? Yes. All right. Here we go. Lay it on us, Alicia. 468,312. How did you come at this number? Just made it up. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Just came no, that makes yeah. sense. No, you That's know, right. yeah, yeah, bolt of lightning. Yeah. When, you, when you're... The universe doesn't have any explanations. That's no. the thing. The universe is just... It is. You think you made it up, but the universe gave it to you, really. Yeah, so. maybe it did. Oh, maybe it did. Say it for us one more time, Alicia. 468,312. Okay. All right, let's go to Siobhan. Is that the number between one and one million? No. Nope. Ah, oh, wow. It's the builder. No one was expecting that. No. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Alicia. That's all good. Today's not your day. Doesn't I mean, mean it is your day. day Stop it <laughs> jinxing it for the rest. Of- Today is your day. That that moment wasn't. Give up. 
But Today's not your day. Go back to bed. Today, go out and achieve. <laughs> Good on you. Appreciate it. We'll do it again uh, next Friday. One guest once a week to be the chosen one. Guess the number between one and one million. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There you go, guys. That's a podcast. Have a great weekend. Bye. Disappointed in you. Brisbane Wakes Up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.